and support begins in 3, 2, 1. Hello everybody and welcome back to Nurture and Support. I'm Kelly at K-E-L-L-Y-T-H-U-L on Twitter and Instagram. And I am Mel at Karmic9 pretty much everywhere. And we are back. I will be leading off this week. I have warned Mel uh, as we did our pre-show work that I'm a little conflicted with this recommendation, but I still want to give it, so I'm just going to get right into it. So Mel, are you familiar with a YouTube channel related to Stub the Hobo? Oh, God, no. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, and this is something you and Mike understand that I still, is it, so is it called ARS? Is that the, what's the kind of, I listen to it and it calms me down and it's. ASMR. ASMR. MR, uh-huh. AS. So I think it's that. <laughs> I'm not, <Okay>. for me, <laughs> for me it is, but I, oh, okay. I still, I've still never fully grasped it. I stumbled across this channel during, I'm spending an inordinate amount of time cruising through YouTube, finding things to watch. And I came across Stub the Hobo at some point in time, who's this gentleman, James Stobie, who rides freight trains. So, and unfortunately, as I kind of look through this, there's several other ones out there as well that are these folks that are putting videos on YouTube where they're riding freight trains just to get around the country. So it's the idea of kind of freedom, traveling for free and all that. And so I came across one of his videos, and he's a super interesting guy because he's he's actually very articulate. As I found out later, and we'll talk more about my research as we go through this recommendation, but he was a member of the Coast Guard. He went to college, I believe, maybe in Texas. I'm not sure on that. But uh, college grad, was in the Coast Guard, got out of school, got crap jobs, didn't like them, was in Denver, felt that Denver was being taken over by yuppie weed smoking people <laughs> he's not happy about that and uh so he just does this thing where he takes a video camera and as he hops the various freight trains he just shoots footage and as you kind of get that and, and he talks through things there's a lot of times uh, when you're getting kind of the scenery flying by this kind of very cool piano that's going on playing along with it very well done as i learned as i went a little deeper to this that's actually him. So he's actually a pretty good piano player as well, that he does basically all the, yeah. the background music. And so I just found these fascinating. Like I said, he's very articulate. Uh, he has this kind of interesting combination of optimism slash pessimism, bitterness slash openness that goes on as he talks through different things. He will only refer to the large white building in Washington as the Crapital. <laughs> and, and this, and he was actually recording videos. He's got about five years worth of videos from seven years ago till about two years ago. We'll talk a little more about that in a second as well. But all these different locations. And he's, like I said, very intelligent. He's a very interesting, got a big vocabulary. He offers these different asides. Where I bonded with Strobe the Hobo <laughs> was... Uh, in several of the videos I saw, he spoke very, very highly of Casey's Pizza. So Casey's is a gas station slash convenience store that offers pizza. Do you have Casey's in Texas? Not that I know of. So you're all the poorer for it. <laughs> so we, <laughs> we, we, we do have Casey's here in Illinois, and I would agree 100% with Strobe the Hobo that their pizza is remarkable, and their breakfast pizza is worth killing for. <laughs> it is the most egg and sausage and cheese and grease, and it's just amazing. But 
I'm a big fan of the Casey's pizza. What I also share his affection for Kentucky fried chicken. However, my um, acquisition of Kentucky fried chicken is significantly different than his. I go through the drive through and buy it. And what he and he actually on occasion traveled with several other folks. One of the guys was called Wingman and they were called the KFC crew. And what they had discovered is that Kentucky Fried Chicken cooks a lot of chicken during the day. And at the end of the day, the chicken goes in the trash. So as a as a hobo, <laughs> you pick your spot near a Kentucky Fried Chicken so that you can, a little bit later in the day, stop by the dumpster and get a fine extra crispy bucket that happened to be in the dumpster, which was like, ugh, <laughs> you know, it was a little bit, but he liked, yeah. he liked Casey's pizza. He liked Kentucky fried chicken. So we bonded on that. So okay. like I said, he's a, he's a likable guy. He's very intelligent. He has a couple catchphrases like in the darkest hours of the night that he uses quite a bit. <laughs> he also likes his beer. <laughs> and so this is another thing that on most trips as he gets kind of set up, he's often featured drinking. <laughs> Sorry, the the puppy got a squeaky toy. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. So I I found these fascinating. I found these entertaining. And much like you know when I've on my YouTube ventures, when I say, "Oh, somebody made a foundry that they can melt aluminum with," I can do that. Oh, someone made some armor out of foam. I can do that. I started watching these, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, "Hmm, I wonder if I could do." <laughs> What do you, that, that looks kind of cool. Don't do it, Kelly. Nope. Don't do it. <laughs> no, it was it was kicking back there a little bit, but but uh, I'm old and slow, so I'm not going to make it on the train. <laughs> I don't think I would actually like the overall ambiance in general. <laughs> but you know, in a way, well, it was. I almost snorted my tea. <laughs> my nose. <laughs> that Boba Fett tea. Yes, it is, oh, actually. Excellent. You know, in the back of my mind, is like, well, maybe you could do that. And then it's like, no, you can't do that. But it was just it was just kind of interesting <laughs> to kind of see the whole thing. For a while, we haven't had a chance to record a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, the next show, I want to recommend this to Mel. And so I said, well, before before we do the show, I need to make sure I do a little additional research. And so, so Mel's got her puppy with the squeak toy. And I've got one of my cats who's <laughs> deciding to sing along with the show here. So sorry about that, folks. So I did a little bit more research uh, on this. And then, as they say in the Book of Mormon, here's the part of the story that gets a little bit sad. He's dead. He he got He died about two years ago. Well, actually, he's 19, about three years ago now. Uh, 2017 is when he died. Uh, and he did die on the tracks. So it's a little unclear whether he, so he always had a big backpack, whether he, he was on this bridge and an Amtrak came through and it caught his backpack and dragged him or whether he kind of tried to jump off the bridge and fell down to a different level, but, but he's deceased mm -hmm. now. So that puts a little pall on the recommendation, but yes. I mean, it is, like I said, he is such a likable, interesting guy. And just to kind of see that world a little bit is is interesting. But, Nurture and Support listeners, this is not, even though it kicked around in the back of my mind a little bit, this is not a recommendation that you too should try to ride freight trains. Because <laughs> as I continued my research, the number of uh, deaths related to people on tracks has grown significantly. 
and many of them are trespassers. And basically, anytime you're hanging around a train track, you're a trespasser. Yeah, I was going to say, um, isn't it illegal to, <laughs> to, to jump on a train? <laughs> it is. And so I'm a little unclear. Strobe kind of indicated usually the consequences was five to seven days if you would get caught. As I did a little more research, it, it feels like it could potentially be significantly more than that. And so it's one, that's yeah. not worth it. Two, you're going to have a really good chance of killing yourself. So I don't really know if that's a good idea. It's fascinating to watch, but I did. There are several other ones out there. And there's nothing that compares to his in terms of just somebody who's endearing and it's just kind of interesting, not supporting what's going on, mm -hmm. but it just, it's kind of interesting. I did gain some vocabulary. So I want to kind of test you out here a little bit. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number one, the bull. The bull? The bull. Who is the bull? Uh, there was a big bull in the last unicorn movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so the bull is law enforcement. So there's a lot. Oh. There's a lot about avoiding the bull, what you need to do if you run into the bull. The bull got me here okay. and those types of things. I'm used to them being referred to by another animal name, but <laughs> yes, that's okay. But, but <laughs> apparently the hobos, <laughs> the bull. Have uh, code. They yeah. Hobos have their own language from what I've heard. I learned that in Mad Men. <laughs> so <laughs> they have little symbols too. <laughs> How about foamers? Foamers? Foamers. What could a what could a what could a foamer be? If Mike was here, he would have a clever answer. Yeah, well I don't know if it'd be clever. Alas, I'm not as clever <laughs> Alas, I'm not as clever as Mike. A foamer. So I don't know. What is a foamer, Kelly? So just to clarify, Mike, would it would not be clever and it would be highly inappropriate would be Mike's <laughs> response. But six of one, half dozen of another. So as I watched one of the videos, he's talking about, oh man, there's some foamers over there. We gotta they're sitting in chairs. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I wanna get on this train, but they'll probably call the bull if I get get on this train. Damn foamers. <laughs> so it's like I don't know what a foamer is. So I did deep internet research and found out foamers are people who like to watch trains. And there are people, apparently, who like to set up their lawn chairs near some tracks and watch trains go by. Maybe take pictures of them. Huh. Foamers comes from huh. they foam at the mouth when a train comes by is where the origins of foamers is. So, Huh. I wonder if that's just a northerner thing, because we got lots of trains down here, and I've never seen anybody sitting in a long chair foaming at the mouth watching them. <laughs> well, there are a number of videos where Texas is involved, Florida is involved, or Chicago. Really? Um, unfortunately, he passed away in the Baltimore area. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, yeah, he's down in Texas a few times. So I know several people that work for the railroad down here. <laughs> They've it, never told me about this lingo. Yeah, you ought to check with them sometime and one say, how much are you running into people trying to ride freight trains? Because it seems to be the cool thing for some people to try and yeah. do right now. Again, Nerd Transport does not recommend any of our listeners or Kelly try this. <laughs> no. No, not at all. Just kind of really interesting to me. And like I said, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I liked him. He just was an enjoyable guy. Kind of get to see, well, there's not much going on here. There's no light life. It's, you know, 8 o'clock and look at these dead streets. Look at all these towns that are drying up and all that. But it was always kind of done in 
to me a very endearing way. And so I, I truly enjoyed kind of watching these. And I was all excited to recommend this to you. I said, this is pretty cool. You ought to watch this because I'm sure there's lots of new videos <laughs> are going to come out. And then unfortunately, as I dug <laughs> in a little deeper, it's like, no, there'll be no more videos from Strobe, unfortunately. I do think, I, I do recommend it's worth a, a watch to see a couple of these. He, like I said, he's very endearing. Mm-hmm. He's kind of fun to watch. Not recommending what he does at all, but it was just kind of an interesting <laughs> thing. And then the other part that's wrapped this up with, is so I was like, so how does he, how does he have money to buy that delicious Casey's pizza? How does he have money to get the beer and wine boxes and all the other things that he likes to travel with? And he has a patron. He had a Patreon. And (laughs) Patreon for hobos now. Yes. (laughs) Where he would gather money for the next trip and then also PayPal. So this idea of people would throw money into his PayPal account so that he could get Mm -hmm. his pizza or do those different types of things. So they were able to actually provide Mm -hmm. him some support as well. Because those were some of the questions I, I had had. I also had other questions that were unanswered. Like, okay, at some point, particularly given the amount of beer he drank, well, you need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you know, that was never covered, thankfully, at least, at least in the episodes I've seen. Yeah. And then I was trying yeah. to figure out he had a lot of, you know, he'd have quite a few cans of beer or different types of things. And I was like, well, how do you discard those? But, you know, it's kind of easy if you're on a train, you just drop them on the tracks, I guess. But there, but. Littering. 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 That's another fine. That the bull's going to get you for. <laughs> the bull's going to get you for littering. It is illegal. It is trespassing. Don't do it. Yeah. But he was an interesting guy. He put out some, yeah. he put effort into what he did. I mean, the, a lot of the videos will either have captions. He did the music for those types of things. And so it was, like I said, I found it pretty, pretty interesting uh, to see. I just kind of wish that I didn't finish this recommendation off with, hey, he's, he's no longer with us, but that's the way I end up. Well. You know, go y'all, y'all go watch uh, his legacy, what he's left behind, and it is kind of nice to know that you're not going to have a big, huge log of videos to go through. <laughs> it stops forever. <laughs> you'll know, you'll know when it stops. It stopped. There, they, you know, the season's over. It it ended on a cliffhanger. So there you yeah. go. Yeah, and then of course yeah. our our crazy friends on Reddit have you know run theories that he was murdered. <laughs> you know, it's their story. I don't think I don't think that happened. Uh, but it uh, it's an interesting it's an interesting thing. But it is, and there is the one big plus I will give Reddit is somebody on Reddit did find there was a video that was not marked as private, but marked it hadn't been pub. It was un, it was unlinked. So, but they found basically what was his last video. He's in the Baltimore area. He's underneath an overpass. Mm-hmm. It's raining. And he talks a little bit about that. So nothing big happens in it, but the kind of sad, yeah. confusing thing on it is like, okay, so this is, this is the last one he did his before something video. went not good. So yeah. I do think, I mean, it's, it's intriguing. It's interesting. I'm sorry that he's no longer with us, but it's worth a watch or two. They're actually kind of long. Most of the videos will run like 25, 35 minutes long. Buy your KFC. <laughs> Buy your Casey's Pizza. <laughs> don't jump on a train. <laughs> but watch a few of these videos because they're kind of cool. Please don't eat KFC out of the trash. <laughs> Yeah, that, that uh, sounds like a sal- salmonella problem. And I love my KSC, but but it's coming. <laughs> it's going to come through the drive-in window. Yeah, yeah. Well, y'all, that sounds really cool. Oh, uh, there, 
people that have hobo obsessions. So I've read many a book about hobos. And, you know, should you choose to partake of the hobo lifestyle, you know, what when Kelly started talking about chasing the train, I had a flashback of that scene in the Divergent book. <laughs> about the fearless having to jump on the train as part of their new lifestyle. But anyway, don't watch those movies. They were terrible. But the book, well, the book wasn't very good either. (laughs) So never mind. Unfortunately, y'all, my recommendation isn't going to be anything as poetical and lyrical as The Hobo Life. (laughs) I have a um, pretty uh, boring yet useful to a very small market of people recommendation today. For those of you with uh, iPads, I recently got into digital note taking on my iPad. And one of the things, because I have an older, I think the first gen iPad Pro 9.7, so it's several years old now. And I have a first-gen Apple Pencil that I've really never done much with. It's useful. If I was an artist, it would be totally cool. I'm not an artist, but I do like to play around with different apps on my iPad. But when I got into actually trying to write with my Apple Pencil legibly on my iPad to do digital note-taking, it's very difficult on that slick surface of the iPad to write very well, even though I think the Apple Pencil is super cool. So I just stumbled across something one day about a screen protector type thing that you put on your tablet that gives it a paper-like feel. And it's, it's geared towards artists who want that feeling of drawing on paper only in their digital drawing app on their tablet. And that's what it's mostly meant for. But I went, hey, that could make it easier to write, to make it feel better and more comfortable to actually write on my iPad. And maybe it would improve my writing a little bit. And so anytime I'm looking for something like that, of course, I jump on Amazon as people are wont to do these days. And I found a whole slew of them. And they range they, they range pretty greatly in price from about $6 up to the $20 to $25 market for a paper-like screen protector. So the one that I initially started with, because again, I'm not an artist. This is just something I wanted to try. I got one that is currently on Amazon for $7.99. And it's by a company called Soke. It's S-O-K-E. And um, what do they actually call it? They call it a screen protector paper-like anti-glare scratch-resistant paper-like film for the Apple iPad. So it's actually really cool. I was expecting it to be a lot scratchier than it is, but it's just a slightly roughened type screen protector that you put on and it does create a matte type surface on your tablet. So it really works as an anti-glare if that's an issue for you. It will degrade kind of the brightness of your screen. So if you use your iPad to watch mostly, you're mostly watching digital media movies and that kind of stuff on there, then it might not be something that you want to that you want to keep on there. But I mostly read on my iPad and useful type apps. So I haven't really noticed any difference in my screen quality really from a 
from a beauty standpoint. And it really, really does make it easier to write in my note-taking app, which I like Good Notes 5. I may someday talk about that more, but if you're into that sort of thing, check out Good Notes 5. It's pretty cool. But it makes it a lot easier. And my writing dramatically improved just by putting the screen protector on. So it was $7.99. It went on really easily. One of the easier screen protectors I've put on. Pretty bubble free. And I even took it off and repositioned it because I put it on really quickly and didn't even clean my screen all that well. So I had some lint under it. So I took it off and cleaned it again and put it back on. And it has stuck really well with no peeling. And I've used it for several weeks now and it's working pretty good. And I just thought it was a cool thing that I hadn't even known existed until I stumbled across one that was up in the 20 to $30 range and went, that sounds cool. Let me see if there's a cheaper knockoff version of that. And turns out there's quite a few. This is the one that I tried. And for the price point, I think it's doing really well. And I don't really discern a particular difference in um, my screen quality. It hasn't made me not enjoy watching YouTube on my iPad or anything like that. And it does help with the glare. I did not previously have a screen protector on mine because it's in a case. I didn't really need it and I'm pretty careful with it. So I've never scratched my screen up or anything. So it did create a nice anti-glare on the screen, which actually since I mostly use my iPad for reading different things, whether it's in my Kindle app or digital magazines or something like that, it has made that easier because it, it has really reduced the glare off the screen. So I can see the screen and read easier. So I've really liked it and I it's probably the best $7.99 that I've spent lately. So it's, uh, I'm not sure if it's soak or soke, but it's S-O-K-E and it's a paper light screen protector for the iPad. I did not look to see if they make it for other types of tablets. I'm sure that they do probably though. But if you have an iPad and an, and an Apple pencil and you want to try to improve your use on there, I recommend giving this a try if it doesn't work for you. It's not a big cost investment. So I like it. I have a request. A question okay. and a tip. Okay. The Go request. For it. Shoot me a link <laughs> so that I can include it okay. in the blog post to drive sure. people to the cost effective screen protect. Yes. So that's the request. So the question is so I assume you put your iPad in the microwave to erase it? <laughs> no. And speaking of, right after you gave your um, Rocket Notebook recommendation, it was a deal on Amazon and. I didn't buy it fast enough. They had like a the notebook and then a smaller notebook and it came with a little friction pin for like $24 for all three of them. And it was a little set and I kicked myself for missing out on that. I'm, I was very mad because I wanted to try it after you talked to it, talked about it. That sounded really cool. I'm loving it. It's, it's working out great because Mike and I do the album reviews and the playlist reviews and all that. Mm -hmm. And so I have to take a lot of notes and it's, it's mm -hmm. working out really, really great. So keep an eye out yeah. next time it's there. And so now my yeah, tip. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it saved in my cart. So Amazon will tell me the next time it's on sale. Cool. Excellent. We still do need to keep track of all these fine sales that we're generating from nurture and support <laughs> and share with these people because we're, we're stimulating the economy. <laughs> Finally, my tip, much like KFC, mm -hmm. 
Office Depot generates a lot of these screen protectors and the extra ones they have, they throw in the dumpster. So at the end of the day, go to that Office Depot dumpster and maybe you'll find a screen protector for free. No, that that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know. I, hey, I was impressed that I took it off and it went back on just like that's... I hadn't taken it off. You know, most screen protectors, if you take it off after you've pushed it down, because I had it on and then was like, being finicky about it and pulled it off again and it went back on like it was the first time most of them do not do that but this film's a little thicker than a lot of typical screen protectors that you put on doesn't impact the usefulness of it it's not something that you notice once it what's it's on but it's really sturdy so i've liked it you know for a niche market but i thought it was really cool so yeah and that sometimes was... i just like to scratch on it because it's feels funny <laughs> i mean and that was always a bit of my frustration is the slickness in terms of if you were to do writing on any of those types of things and so that sounds like really mm-hmm. a really cool way to go yeah if you really want to get some use out of an an apple pencil for that purpose you've got to give this a try and see if it really improves your usefulness of that tool because you know apple pencils aren't cheap and they're they're just this cool little thing, but you know, <laughs> I just I just had to have it when I got the iPad. It, it was a bargain, it was a deal, and so I really haven't had a whole lot of use for it. Other than that, I've tried drawing, but I'm not an artist. Maybe I should try now that I have the screen protector on to draw. Maybe my drawing will magically improve now that I have a paper like surface on my iPad. Maybe now I'll be this wonderful artist. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the new Nurture and Support logo that will come from Mel based on her strong artistic yeah, this, abilities. This, a stick figure dog that that's about as good as it's going to get. And a yappy cat <laughs> in the background. It'll be good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, that's, that is awesome. My iPad use has really tapered. I'm kind of more Chromebook and laptop guy mm-hmm. right now. But I did, before we finished tonight, I did want to mention, I haven't done it yet, but you're going to need to trust me on this. You mentioned e-readers a little bit earlier. And this week, I am mm-hmm. going to be making a purchase for my e-reader. And do you know what that purchase is cool. going to be? What? Your last book recommendation. Oh, really? Yes, indeed. Good. Because it cut me Good. to the core when you said, I don't like your recommendations. <laughs> and I was like, I really was excited uh, on, on the last one you described. And so... So that's it, it is a really good book that and I shouldn't admit this, but I've read it two more times since we had that show. <laughs> so, so I, I don't know if I'll I do like a book. multiple read, but I am gonna do yeah. at least a single read. It's it's just I love that book, y'all. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go back and you need to to well, I did a poor job of talking about it. Oh, not at all. Because I I just geek out. I just geek out about these books that I love so much. And I I can't be very eloquent about talking about them. But it was just, it's just, it's a perfect blend of hilarious with just in the sarcasm department and it being creepy. And it's necromancers. (laughs) So you have to love necromancers. So you're selling yourself a little short. Obviously, if I'm purchasing... A book to read. <laughs> you must have been somewhat convincing because that's like not my, my. It's because I couldn't. I couldn't talk about it. So you have. You have to go see what all of the you know the fumbling words meant. Yeah. 
No, it's you... just I just love that book so much. It's yeah. so good, and the audiobook is excellent. I've listened to the audiobook and I've read the book and I've gone back and forth, and I think I'm on like I think I've read it four times. <laughs> yeah, the audiobook was tempting, but I think I'm going to go old. Well, it's not old school, middle school <laughs> of the e-reader <laughs> type of thing. So yeah, be cool. They're they're both equally good. Love them so. I won't take up more time of this episode talking about my previous recommendation, but it was so good, y'all. I'm Go so back. excited for Kelly to read it. We will put a we'll put a link in this blog post to take you back to that in case you missed it. I don't have anything else for this week, do you? Nope, that's all I got. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. You can contact us on our website, nurtureandsupport.net, or email us at nurtandsup at gmail.com. That's N-U-R-T-A-N-D-S-U-P-P at gmail.com, or tweet us at Nert and Sup on Twitter. You can also catch Nurture and Support on YouTube. Just search Nurture and Support or Kelly Tool. Nurturing and supporting. Terminated.